Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hello, mamas, and welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm your host, Joy, and again, I am so grateful that you are spending time with me here in episode 106. Last week, I started a new mom's group. I started in. I'm not running it. It's so great. I love it. And um, it is at a church that we used to go to and are heading back to. And anyhow, um, so it's with some new moms. And I'm so excited to jump in. We are reading the book Spiritual Parenting by Michelle Anthony. And I have read several things by Michelle Anthony, and I love her ideas of family discipleship and um, spiritual parenting and um, family ministry from a church side. And so I'm really excited to dig in to this book with some other moms and process together and, you know, just see what God does. We watched the first video today and I nerded out a little bit because she talked about the Greek. Now, I do not know any Greek and um, I would love to, but I just I haven't gotten there yet. And but she talked about some of these words and um, maybe they were Hebrew. I don't know. It was one of those. she probably did both because there were a couple of different words. But anyhow, and she just got really theological and really dug in to some scripture about this. And although I have my master's in youth ministry, reading several of her books in, in seminary, there were verses that she pulled out that either I've forgotten about or haven't made it onto my list, or I've forgotten, um, or just never heard. But I can't imagine that haven't heard, especially um, Psalm 78. And I've read it, and I've read recently the book of Psalms. And so I don't know why it didn't stick out to me as such a great verse for you and for us. And so today I'm going to read the first eight verses and talk a little bit about this one. She did not in the first video, didn't dig into this verse a lot. She, she talked about it a little bit. And so, um, these ideas are a combination of mine and kind of inspired by some of the things. And so, um, And I haven't actually even started to read the book yet. That's our first, our homework for this week is chapters one and two. But be 
excited because I am just feeling so inspired. And so I've got lots of social media posts in my head and some of these episodes for Mama and Jesus time. And we are just going to really look at this together. And I'm so excited. And uh, so the one of the words that she used today was, and again, this is just a video. It's an old video too, but awakening spiritual parenting. And I love that because I feel like there are so many of us Christian moms or Christians in general and who are moms or who are in leadership or no children. And we don't realize or understand the fullness of our role as parent, as mom, as Sunday school teacher in developing the spirituality and the faith of our kids. And she talked about passing on a vibrant transformational faith and as her goal in parenting. And I love that. And it makes me think of parenting for faith when they talk about God smart versus God connected. Vibrant and transformation, like a vibrant faith and transformation do not happen to their fullness. There might be little bits and pieces, but do not happen in their fullness in a God smart kid, a kid who just knows about God. Vibrancy, abundant life, transformation happens when our kids are connected to God directly. And sometimes that starts when they go through us, kind of like, um, this is just an image I had, a power cord. So right now, maybe our kids are a little too far away from the plug because they don't know the plug. And so their cord doesn't quite reach to God. And so we get to be that extension cord, extending God's grace and power and truth to our kids. But eventually, the more they know about the true God and experience the true God and are invited into a life with him in a vibrant and transformational way, their cord grows and they can connect directly to the power source. And it doesn't go through us any longer. That is the day that we are shooting for, mamas. We want our kids to plug into God directly. We don't want them to need us to go to prayer, go in prayer to God for them. We want to know that our kids can do that themselves. We want to know our kids know God's voice, right? So I'm I'm sure that image falls apart in multiple ways, but um, take it for what it is. That's just a little mental picture I had. All right, so here we go. Psalm 78, verses one through. Oh, my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past, stories we have heard and known, stories our ancestors 
handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born. And they in turn will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. Your kids, you, are right here in the Bible. It says even the children not yet know, not yet born. It wants us to share about God with our children so that they might know, so that they might know God and who he is, know his power, the glorious deeds, his mighty wonders, and even his instruction, his word, so they might know God. And now through the New Testament, so they they might know the fulfillment of God's word, Jesus, the incarnate God who chose to live a life of love and service and sacrifice and then die a death to pay for our sins and then come back to life to show death who's boss. That is what we tell our children's stories for is so that they might know him. It doesn't say about him. It's about his glory, about his power, about his wonders. But we don't want them just to know about God. We want them to know him. And so we get to tell them about the things he does so that they might know him better. He commanded our ancestors to teach these laws, his instructions to their children right there. It doesn't say he commanded the leaders to teach the children, the ancestors to teach their children. Mamas, this is our calling. It may not be our only calling. It may be, and that's good too, but it is your, if you have children, you are a children's pastor. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation. Mama, how often do you hide these truths from your children? Do you feel like I don't want to pressure them? I don't want them to feel brainwashed. I don't want to make them feel like this is the only option or I want them to be able to make their own choices. Yes. God gives us free will and your your kids will have free will. They can choose to follow or not follow, but that's not your role. Your role is to listen, open your ear and not hide these truths from our children. Let God take care of the salvation. Let God take care of the choice. You get to create an environment where he is known where he is experienced, where his love is felt unconditionally, where his loving kindness draws us back 
where grace and truth are abundant, where curiosity is welcome, where abundance lives, where joy is experienced deeply. That is the place where our kids will know him and not just about him, but get to know him. And so I just wanted to share that verse with you guys today. I love this verse and I've just, I've read it. I don't know how many times I've read it and I always just read over it. I missed it, but not today. And so I pray that today you also might hear something new that would spark that passion again, whether for the first time or for the millionth time, that you might be excited to tell your children so that each generation can set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying. We don't have to make our kids obey God's consent. That's their choice. Our job is to not hide these truths, to tell the next generation about the glorious deed, about his power and his mighty one, and to teach his instructions to your children. Mamas, have a wonderful week. This week, I want you to play with a psalm. Read a new psalm or one that you've read before, but it's not your classic go-to. And just listen. Listen to the Holy Spirit and see what he has for you in that psalm. And play with your kids. Add some faith to play and add some play to faith. And if you don't know what that means, go back and listen to some of the earlier podcast episodes. I talk about that. Or send me a DM on Instagram, an email at joyatcreatedtoplay.com, Facebook message, whatever, and set up a consult. And let's talk about what does that mean? And what might Psalm 78 look like in your house with your schedule, with your particular kids, with your particular gift? Let's talk about that. What would that look like for you? So mamas, ah, I love you guys so much and I'm so appreciative that you come back week after week. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. Ah, so privileged to share God and his word with you. And so mamas, have a great, great weekend. And on behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with his kids. Bye-bye. Have you heard? I'm writing a book. But in order to make it the best possible book, it's going to cost a little bit of money. So I need your help. Right now, I am selling some super, super cute stickers as a fundraiser. And I would love for you to participate. You can go to my Instagram at created to play and check out. I've got two posts of 20 different sticker options. Stickers are four bucks a piece and then a dollar for shipping. And I will ship as many of them as you want just for you. They are waterproof. They're matte vinyl. So I love the look of the matte versus the shiny. Um, They're matte vinyl, waterproof, top rack, dishwasher safe, indoor, outdoor stickers the last like four to five years on a car, if that's what you chose to do with them. 
great for laptops, gifts, whatever. And so check out some of the designs on my Instagram and pick up a few stickers to help get the message of family discipleship and communion into the hands of more families through this book that I am writing. Thanks so much. And, um, or you can send me an email and I would love to show you the options. Joy at createdplay.com. Thanks. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.